Hey guys, welcome back to TMI Sheru, where it's never too much information. For today's episode, we have my Virgo queen, Mr. Danny Amadeus. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm very excited for this specific episode. So I, <laughs> this is like literally the best person that I can talk to about this specific episode. It's uh, in regards to infidelity. And before we do dive into that, I want to get to know, we want to get to know Danny a little bit more. Tell us about your background. Tell us a little bit, a little bit about your sexuality. Well, first of all, can we talk about you? Oh, you stop. look so cute. Can we talk about stop. these nails? Oh my god! Yo, what is a fucked up right now? He's lying. <laughs> I'm getting them redone on no, Friday. No, she looks so cute, you guys. I wish you guys could see her, but so sweet. Um, Thank you. Honestly, you look gorgeous. Um, I'm so excited to be here with you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Um, and I'm sorry. What was your question? <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, tell us about. Who Danny is, a little bit of background, and your sexuality. When I'm sorry, you... I just got so distracted. By oh my god, stop! You just look so gorgeous. Stop. See, I don't, I don't understand why he's gay, y'all. Because <laughs> I would totally like go on a date with you right now. Babe, so what's up? I'm oh, stop. Stop. <laughs> you lying hardcore right now. Okay, so right. when did you? When did you realize that you were into men? Okay, Ooh. let me tell you a little bit about myself. Yes, go ahead, dive right in. Because <laughs> we're diving too deep right now. Um. That was so direct. <laughs> when did you realize you were into men? <laughs> we want to know. We want to know the details. Like, well, give us the tape. Uh, if you guys are listening, yes, I'm gay. If you couldn't already tell. <laughs> um, so a little bit about myself. Um, I am a homosexual. Okay. I am twenty something years old. We're not gonna get into that. <laughs> we celebrated my twenty third birthday for the fifth time for last fifth year. Fifth time. Okay. <laughs> um. So. So I am, I'm alive. I don't know how else to tell you. I, love I that. am alive. Amen. You, want, you want to know about me? I'm alive. I am somebody who can tell you that is not just out here being alive, but I'm also living. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 I can tell you that every day I feel alive. I love who I am. I love where I am. Mm-hmm. I love where I'm going and I love everything around me so. and everyone feels your aura trust me <laughs> trust me if you know danny and if you're ever listening or if you just freaking met him like today you could feel that about him oh, 100%. thank you thank you thank you uh yeah so i i just love being alive mm. um i love to party i love to learn i love to spend time with people that i love uh, you know, and I just love yes. to to experience new things. Yes, maybe um, a Virgo thing too. It's honest. a Virgo thing for sure. <laughs> it definitely is. <laughs> um, part of um, you know, being my um, being me um, is also getting into a lot of trouble. <laughs> so I, I have gotten into some trouble mm. um, in the past, but I feel like a lot of the things that have happened to me are what shaped me to become who I am today. Molded you. I am um, a people person. I am a lover. Mm -hmm. You got a big heart. I have a huge heart. Yes, sir. um, But I'm also a bitch, so don't (laughs) fuck with me. You cross Um, the line with him, it's fucking over. (laughs) You know, I I don't play games. Um, Mm. But I am that person who's very 
objective. I love to see both sides of the story. Um, I love to hear you out and the other person out and just right. really understand what happened in every situation. Mm. Um, like you said, it's a Virgo thing. We're always trying to solve issues. Yes. Um, and unfortunately, I can't resolve my own issues, but I, I'm, I'm an expert right? at resolving so, other people's issues. It's so issues. <laughs> weird. When people ask for advice, you give them yeah. literally everything that you're supposed to be doing for yourself. You're like, what the fuck am I not listening to yeah, my seriously. own damn advice? Don't make sense. Honestly, but um, um, going into more about me, um, I, I sound conceited. I, I'm not nah, really. this is all about you. That's why we have this podcast for you. I appreciate it. Um, I just, I just feel compelled to step out into the world and show the world that we are out here. Mm. And when I say we, I mean my my people, the mm. LGBTQ plus community, you know, um, we are out here. And some of us, unfortunately, don't have the privilege of still being here mm. um, because we are a community that has been persecuted and oppressed our entire lives mm. ever since religion was established, you know, so... Coming from a culture and a community that has had to, you know, hide underground mm. and, 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 and be in secrecy and, you know, not be able to freely express themselves for thousands of years. Like, right. you know, we're just now coming out of yeah. of, of our yeah. shells and, 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 mm-hmm. and from hiding. And so it's really important that I personally mm-hmm. stand up for, um, you know, our ancestors that are no longer here but fought for us. Mm. You know, so when I step out into the world, I'm in finance. So as you can imagine, you know, I work with like Wall Street kind of people. I show up to the office and I'm still the queen that I am. And you're still you and you don't change anything I'm not about changing yourself. for nobody. Right. I'm sorry. Like, this is who I am. You can either take it or leave okay. it. Yes. It is what it is. Mm. Um, and so that's the kind of persona that I have. Mm. Um, I always keep it real with everyone. My, um, my saying is I'm going to keep it a buck. And I right. always keep it a buck, mm. you know. Um, don't get me wrong. I feel like for every situation, you do have to know how to be appropriate and in the way you... There's a time and place for everything. Right. There's a time and place for everything. But you should always have a piece of you, no matter where you are and what you do. There should be a piece of you that stands up for you. Yeah. I mean, it's true. You act differently when you're with your family, with your friends, with your coworkers, but it's still Danny. In an interview. Right. Right. But, but there should always be a part of you that still stands out. Mm. Um, and I think that that's, that's what I love about myself the most. Mm. Um, don't get me wrong. I have flaws, believe it or not. (laughs) (laughs) Believe it or not. Um, and so going into uh, your second question, I discovered um, my sexuality a little, well, during puberty. Okay. <laughs> um, puberty mm. was a really weird time in my life. And mm. uh, I lived in Brooklyn at the time. Um, for those uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm from New York. I moved out to Jersey for high school. Um, and I've just been stuck here ever since. <laughs> <laughs> don't get reason. me wrong. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love Jersey now. I feel like... I, I drive back to Brooklyn and Queens sometimes, and I'm just like, yeah. It's not it. It's not it anymore, mm, at anymore. least. When I lived there, right. it was amazing. But now that I don't live there, it's I'm like... like you transition to the Jersey yeah, side. You yeah, you know, I have a vehicle. I have my mm. own place. Mm. Um, I drive killing the game everywhere. right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like I, you know, I do my thing. And I feel like when you live in New York, you're, you're, you're so stuck on this system. Mm. New York has a system. And in New York, the system is you're a commuter. 
you know, you're not really a driver. You're a commuter. Um, mm-hmm. You live in crowded apartments with multiple roommates. And that's that's Oof. the only way you can have a really beautiful apartment is if you share it with multiple right. people. It's so fucking expensive. It's so expensive. Um, but, I mean, kudos to my fellow New Yorkers who are able to uh, afford it and, you know, live lavishly out there. Right. I just personally, like, as much as I grew up, you know... Um, on the G line in Greenpoint, Brooklyn, and as mm. much as I took the subway my whole life, like that's just not me anymore. Yeah, yeah. my friends like when when we go to New York, uh, they tell me, "Oh, are we taking the uh, the train?" And I'm like, uh, "No, I'm driving." <laughs> yeah, driving. Yeah, I don't even like to take the train or the subway yeah, anymore, especially no. with COVID and yeah, stuff. No, 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 I feel no. so much comfortable driving um, in my car. I just, you know, I pay gas and easy yes. pass bills, and mm-hmm. I, I it's, pay worth insurance. It, it's worth like, it though. It's worth it. Yeah, I'm I'm okay. Yeah, <laughs> personally. So, how was your transition though in regards to you know you opening up? Did people accept you quickly? Were there a lot of judgments, uh, or is it more acceptance on your end? So it was kind of hard because um, I personally never knew what gay was. Okay. So like I was in Brooklyn, and you know I was never really exposed to the gay world. I was mm. never really exposed to homosexuality or or anything along those lines. Is like, it through porn? Not even. Were you, not were even. you exposed to that? So like then, <laughs> <laughs> I knew about porn. Okay. Um, but because I had only seen straight porn or heterosexual porn, okay. I I didn't even think of the possibility of a man and a man or a woman and a woman or okay. you know whatever. But. Um, like, I was just so um, narrow-minded when I was a kid because I didn't really know better. Right. And I was raised in a very Catholic environment. Mm. So, you know, I didn't, I, it never crossed my mind. But then, says puberty hit. And <laughs> 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 I just remember being in class and, like, I would just look at the guys. And there was this one guy. His mm. name was Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Hey. If you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember his last name. But mm. um, he was just this really cute, like... Dominican or Puerto Rican kid, and he just had like this, like New York, you know what I mean, like that. Umph. Right, and you, you you got hooked. Yeah, I got hooked. Mm. Oh, sis. I so he was to, your first crush, mm. and that's how you yes, knew. That was the moment that you were like, okay, I think I'm homosexual. No, so like at that moment, right? I just didn't know what was happening. This was like 12, 13 years old. Okay, I did not know what was happening. I mm-hmm. grew up fucking um on PlayStation wrestling i was in the wrestling team for a little bit like mm. i grew up a like, really go man boy boy right, right right because like i was always told you play with you know cars girls mm. play with uh, barbies barbies and, and like toy yeah. you know you don't play with the girls you play with the boys like i was raised with that kind of mentality right you know so like i was doing my thing with i wasn't i was in boy scouts mm. i was even in boy scouts um <laughs> just to give you an idea of like where I was, right? Okay. Um, so when I started discovering, like, oh my god, that guy is cute. Like, I mm. I used to just look at the boys in my class, right? And and there I was it was home- it wasn't even like a physical aspect. It was kind of just like how you felt, <laughs> right? Like I, it was like a really strong admiration okay. at the time, right? So I would um, I would go home and just think about it, like, whoa, why was I looking at Kevin all day today? Is it is it because I like him? Mm. Is it because I think he's cute? Is mm. it because I want to look like him? These are the questions I used to ask myself. And then right. I said, ah, who knows? I'm I'm gonna just let it go. But then <coughs> excuse me. Mm. But then that's when um 
you, you know, shoot your shot with Kevin? No, I never shot my <laughs> shot. Um, what started happening is that I did, you know, to some extent, like, experience bullying. Mm. Um, you know, whenever I would get into arguments with some of the guys or um, whenever somebody wanted to purposely offend me, they mm. would use the F word, right? And they would just straight up say, you're a faggot or a fag. And so mm. my issue with that was not that they were saying the word because I feel like in, in Brooklyn... Like at the time, that was just such a, such a loose term to use. Right, right. You know, but my issue was, why, are are they saying it to me? Mm. Why me? Why are you calling me a faggot? Out of every insult that you could use, you choose right. to call me a faggot. Mm. But why is that? Like I used to ask myself. And did you are, feel offended? Did you feel offended? Yeah, because I I felt offended because I didn't understand. Why? Mm. Why are you calling me a faggot? Mm-hmm. How are you so sure that I'm a faggot and I'm not even sure? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Those th- those were the kind of things that would run to- through my head. And, you know, at some points, I just, you know, kind of gave up or whatever. But How did you um, move past that and kind of, you know, forgot about the whole um, call name calling? So, you kind of just have to build thick skin. And I know it's easier said than done, mm-hmm. um, especially for victims of, like, bullying and you know, unfortunately, the people that are no longer with us because of bullying. Mm. Um, and I hate to say that. Um, and I hear so many stories of, like, kids who got bullied a lot growing up, especially kids in the gay community. Right. And they had nobody to go to. Yeah, they had nobody to go uh, go to. Exactly. So, um, you know, I remember in 2011, um, I forgot his name. Oh, my God. I feel terrible. But there, there was this one young boy who was, like, 12 years old. Mm. And he committed suicide because he was just always being bullied at school for mm. being gay. And so he just couldn't take it one day anymore. He just took wow. his own life. Yeah. And so I look back and I say, wow, I'm so blessed to have been raised in Brooklyn where it was a little ghetto and ratchet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was a little, you know, ratchet or whatever. Um, I did get into fights, mm-hmm. you know, and the constant like name calling and the bullying mm, but without so, that though it wouldn't be right you like, wouldn't be the way I that you built are today thick skin because exactly. in brooklyn it's kind of like either you built thick skin or you don't and if you don't you get fucked up oh, yeah. that's the kind of mentality <clears throat> that i was mm. raised with unfortunately i'm not mm. proud of it but it is what it is mm. um and so you know i just kind of built thick skin from that mm. but then um what i was saying to you is that you know I'm I'm very happy that I was able to make it, but then mm. you see examples of people who are not able to make it, and it's it's terrible. Like it's heartbreaking because, mm-hmm. um, I say to myself, "Oh come on, just build thick skin, just like fight back." But some people don't have that strength. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it wasn't really until like the age of fourteen that I discovered gay porn. Okay. And says, "Ooh, child. <laughs> what website Oof. did you go on?" <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> Don't know. do this to me. I want to okay. know. No, 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 no. Oh my god, no. It wasn't any of those. Is like, it anime? This, ew, no, I never liked that shit. Ew. My first one was like anime. Ew. I don't even know how I got there. To the be tentacles? Honest. Oh no, it's the tentacles for me. Like, I don't understand. Get you a real one, sis. Yeah, that I learned the hard way. <laughs> sis, no. Mm-mm. So, what's the website? Oh my god. If you must Tell know. Us. If you must know, um, so my little brother actually discovered the gay porn on my computer. I know. No way. I had to play it off. I had to play it off. And I was just like, oh, I left that there because I was trying to fuck with you. Ha, ha, ha. 
Okay, so the website that I discovered, like, you know, I don't know how. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, I wonder if it's still up. I kind of want to look it up. It was called GayBeef.com. GayBeef? Yeah, just like oh, that. Wow. GayBeef.com. Mm-hmm. And so um, the website would just kind of, like, have, like, porn clips and shit like that. And I was mm. just like, oh, my God. This is fucking amazing. Fuck? <laughs> Two guys can fuck? Like, right. at this point... I've like my whole world just changed. Mm. The world as I knew it changed completely. Yeah. I yeah. discovered gay porn and obviously I was really aroused and mm. I got I got horny. Um, right. I'm gonna lie. Right. Um and I'm like, all right, so I'm sexually attracted to guys. Mm-hmm. And that's that's where that's it all started. W- that's where that's where like the initial like realization mm. kicked in and I was just like, fuck, all right, so shit, I like guys. Mm. But I used to say to myself, this this is a, a point of denial at this point. We mm. all go through faces right right and so this face was the denial stage when i realized all right i'm sexually attracted to guys but i used to say to myself "Mm, but you know what it's just a sexual thing yeah it's not going to be anything else but sexual um by the age of 18 i'll I'll get with a girl that's what i used to say to myself i used to say to myself maybe it'll go away by the time right right so let me try a girl out or was it just you actually like this girl (laughs) What girl? <laughs> the no, the girl that you just you said you wanted a relationship. I, no, no, with. I said no. Basically, what I just said is like, I I used to think to myself, by the time I turn eighteen, maybe this mm. whole this whole like go, yeah, will go right, away, right. and I'll be with a girl, and everything will be just fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it didn't work like that. <laughs> it didn't work like that. <laughs> um, because here we are, a couple years later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see what happened was. you know what happened was so um basically after that it was just a straight road into like the gay world it was mm. just a straight world into uh, a, a straight road into the gay world hmm. and what was the first relationship that made you realize like damn i'm i'm in deep with this so, relationship i'm going in in the timeline order right mm-hmm. and then by the time i turned 16 is when I fell in love for the first time. Mm. Because at, at 16 years old, I moved back to Brooklyn. And I went to a high school out there. And I met someone who, you know, I developed feelings for. And so when that happened, right. I said, okay, I am fully gay. Mm. I'm not just, like, partially sexually gay. Like, I'm fully committed gay. And that's mm. when I decided I'm going to come out of the closet. I'm going to express right. myself to the world. And... The funny thing is, Cheryl, that before I, I, I discovered who I was, mm. if you would have met me, you would have never realized or have known who I was or like you would have never been my friend because I was just like that weird kid, the really? annoying weird kid from class. Yeah, like I had a lot of friends growing up, but it, my popularity level was not the same mm. on how it is now. Mm-hmm. Now, like, I can't get my friends off of my back. <laughs> we love you some Danny, man. I'm telling you. I love everyone, too. But, like, sometimes I just need my space, you know? I get um, that. I and get so, that. back then, I didn't really have that much friends. And the moment I came out and I and I expressed myself freely and truly to the world, it was, like, instant popularity. Right. Friends everywhere. I made friends everywhere I went. So... Coming out was the best decision I've ever yeah. made. Um, and I'm so happy you you know, you know made that decision. Because yeah. you're living the way you want to be living. I'm living my truth. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that that was my story pretty much as mm. far as coming out. And then, so moving on to relationships, right? As we talk about. 
<laughs> You're about to sip on this one. Sis. I was going to talk about infidelity. What is the uh, first relationship that made you decide? Or not even made you decide. What ha- What happened in that relationship? Okay. So, remember how I was, ju- I was just saying how, you know, my community has been oppressed for so, so many years. Mm-hmm. Um, it isn't, like, until the last maybe 30, 40 years, or maybe in the last 100 years, mm-hmm. that we have started to come out of our shells and from hiding. Um, and so the gay world right now is in shambles. Mm. It's it's all over the place. Um, there, there are so many different kind of gay men out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, as much as we don't, as much as we hate labels, as much as we, I don't like to label people, the truth of the matter mm. is that there are labels. Yeah. And, you know, these labels are like categories that we all mm-hmm. fall under. And that's how we all differentiate. That's how we all differentiate. It's, yes. un- it's unfortunate. I don't mm-hmm. like to label people or others or anything because I'm just me and that's it. I'm mm. me and I'm a, I'm a human and I love. And the person I love or the gender I happen to love happens to be a male. Right. That's just it. But in the gay world, a lot of categories exist. So you have your tops, bottoms, mm. you know verse you have you know trans you have everything you have our our world is so colorful and mixed mm. up and i love it um so it's really difficult the world that i live in because i identify as a bottom mm. right um and so what is what is that so a bottom is the recept really the receptive partner the partner okay. yeah so yeah to put it in you know so you're the words. one that's Feet, <laughs> you like. can say it. No, I'm trying to picture it. Like, um, don't try to picture it. <laughs> Not you, but I'm no. saying like you're the one like down there, or does it so have to be I'm down? the one that gets fucked. Cheryl, oh, got if that's it, what got you want to hear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. And, that's exactly and, what I want to hear from you. Yep. All right. But so, does it go? Back and forth. So or like, you're just the bottom? I'm not averse. I don't fuck. I just I don't do that. Oh. It's just not who I am. Okay. Um, and so I'm always with what you would call a top, right? Which is the insertive partner, the partner that penetrates, the partner that fucks you. Okay. So, but you're Cheryl. the bottom. <laughs> yes. Okay. Got it. You got look it, got so it. confused. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first time actually talking to yeah? anyone about this. Oh my I've, god. I've heard of it, but I never really understood that oh, much honey. information. Yeah, I can teach you the ways. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe after the podcast. <laughs> Maybe after the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, you know, it's really difficult to navigate through this world with so many categories because mm. I see bottoms and I'm just like, yo, but I like you. Like, I. So if you like a bottom, you don't want to fuck with them because you need a top? The thing is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to get oh it straight. Oh my God, no. So basically, what I'm trying to say is like, I, I might like a bottom. Okay. Right? I might think he's attractive. I might like his personality. But. But he might not like me because I'm also in the same category as him. Okay. So it's kind of like... That's so complicated. It's so complicated. Yeah, because like... Why can't one bend for the other? No pun intended. (laughs) Um, That was a good one. (laughs) Um, So like, I wish it worked that way. But unfortunately, the experiences that I... But why not? There are some that are open-minded. Okay. And and, and it's great because I've met some open-minded people... And you know I I've experienced uh, so many so uh, so many great experiences with open-minded people. But right. 
but then, then there are people that are really stuck in their label or their category mm. and don't really like to open up. Um, and then I like some tops, right? And I like a top, but then that top um, has really strict um, expectations or unrealistic expectations of what the bottom should mm. be. So and, in the beginning of that relationship slash friendship slash situationship right. slash whatever you want to call it, uh-huh. do you disclose this information? Like, hey, I'm a top, I'm a bottom, this is what I like, and if you don't like it, then we're not going to work out. Or that's not so really the main focus. I'm going to keep it a book. <laughs> That's what we want. Um, so you know how you're a Filipino, okay? Right, and and when you see a Filipino person and you speak to a Filipino person, you know that person's Filipino, okay? We know our kind. We know each other. Mm. We just know, okay? We have an unspoken language, and when we communicate, it just we just know. We hmm. just so you don't have us, to say it. It's a physical, right? It's 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 a law of attraction kind okay, of thing. Okay. When I'm at a bar or I'm at a club or I'm at a lounge or I'm in a public setting mm. and I meet a guy and he's trying to talk to me, mm-hmm. I I I automatically know he's a top and he automatically knows I'm a bottom. And a lot of the times hmm. is it's kind of like you can see things like, um, based on gestures and mannerisms, right? Um, but most importantly for us is. Your eyes. Your eye contact. Your okay. eye contact. Right? Your, body our, language. our eyes, our body language mm-hmm. are really strong. Okay. And amongst us, we speak that language. Okay. So, so does that mean when you connect with different tops and bottoms, is that how you get in trouble? Um, well, define trouble. <laughs> the fact that he's smiling right now. <laughs> that leads to my question prior to this with infidelity. Because if you're connected to one top and you meet a bottom and you meet another top, isn't that a little dangerous? Like you're in a danger zone now because you have three different partners? So here's the thing. I have never had three different partners, but... He had four. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. Three is too little. (laughs) Um, See, it really just goes back to your upbringing as well. Okay. Um, And, you know, your experiences growing up and your values and... Um, everything, your own ethics, right? Mm. I personally have never purposely cheated on anybody. And mm. by purposely, I can explain. <laughs> this is not a funny situation. Why are you just laughing? <laughs> I mean, I've done it before um, too, but I did not, obviously, also. So, my, my with, with my first partner, and mm. I just want to say, you guys, shout out to my Staten Island people. I'm pretty confident that there are people in Staten Island who are amazing and mm-hmm. live in healthy relationships and have healthy lifestyles and, you know, have great values and ethics. Um, but unfortunately, the individuals, and it's just a handful, the handful of individuals that I have personally met have been complete pieces of shit Oof. in Staten Island. And mm-hmm. I'm not generalizing the entire island. I'm just, just unfortunate that those unfortunately, people that Unfortunately, the, the couple few that I've met wow. happen to be there. And mm-hmm. so one of them, we're not even going to mention his name. Ugh. Um, <laughs> we're going to call him, him. Mm-hmm. So when I met him, um, I had already... Um, been in a situation with a different him okay before i met him and so you know a couple months down the line of us you know being in, in our situation mm. he decides to cheat on me with the previous him that i was talking to and how did you find out 
Well, I found out because they both went to the same program where they trained for the career that they what were a in. Small fucking world. I yo, mean, that's ridiculous. that island is just too small, sis. Never again. I wow. was young and stupid, and mm. I learned my lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, obviously, I put two and two together. I did my investigation. The FBI you know, shit. My research. FBI shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and so. That relationship obviously didn't work out. Sank. Mm-hmm. It sank down. Yeah. But what I'm trying to get at is, you know, in the gay community, there are people who, like myself, mm. are loving and would obviously love to be in a very committed relationship. Um, but unfortunately, we were also raised with poor values. Mm. And by that, I mean, Cheryl... You're a female. You're a biological cis woman, right? Mm-hmm. So at home, when you were growing up, your mom and your dad would tell you, sweetie, you're going to grow up and you're going to have a beautiful family. You're going to have a husband. Right. You're going to have yeah. children. Mm-hmm. And, and you're going to live a very beautiful life. That is what your parents have been um, implanting in your brain right. as, you, as you grew up. Mm-hmm. Well, me, I was a gay kid growing up. So mm-hmm. I was always told, you're going to have a wife. You have to you have to provide for your wife. Right. You have to provide for your children. You are the mm, provider. Mm-hmm. You are you're the man. You're the man. Right. right. So I, I was raised with that, with that mentality of like you have to you know be faithful. Mm-hmm. You have to be faithful to not just your wife but your children. Mm-hmm. If you cheat on your wife, you're cheating on your whole family. Exactly. So I was raised with different values for the wrong gender. You know what I mean? Mm. And so. Unfortunately, um, it wasn't really my family's fault, as obviously they didn't know, and parents don't really expect this from children, right? Especially uh, in the in the Latino world, we don't raise our kids like Americans do. Uh, you know, Americans now are just trying are are just now like in in the last ten, fifteen, twenty years. Um, have been raising their children di- differently. So mm. now we just generalize it. And this is how I plan to raise my kids. Mm. I-, I plan to raise my uh, my kids and let them know, babe, you're going to have somebody who loves you in the future. And you don't have to say It, him, it doesn't matter. Her, if, right. It's not going to be him or her. It's mm. just going to be someone. someone. Someone you're going to meet in the future mm. is going to be there for you. And you're going to love that person and you're going to be faithful to that person. Right. And in and, and, and the hopes and expectations that that person is also going to do the same for you. you right. And you guys are going to build a beautiful family however way you want to. Mm-hmm. That is how we raise our children now with an open-minded mm-hmm. mentality. But unfortunately, you know, that's not the way we were raised back in the 90s. We yeah. weren't raised like that. Yeah. And so... I'm not trying to justify gay men for cheating <clears throat> mm. um, because at the end of the day, you're a grown-ass motherfucking man yeah, with you hairy know, balls. You know, you know what you're You know doing. what the fuck you're doing, my guy. Yeah. Right. So if you want to cheat on me, go ahead, cheat on me. But you mm-hmm. know what? I have the moral satisfaction of knowing that I did what's right. Mm. I, I am able to sleep with that person that I see in the mirror every single day mm-hmm. peacefully at night. Yes. You know, I have nothing to hide from anybody, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't live a sneaky lifestyle. But unfortunately, a lot of this, these gay men mm. do. And, you know, that also stems from trauma. Of and course, it's really important yeah. that we address that. It stems from trauma, the way you were raised. Absolutely. Um, That's the biggest part. You know, yeah. um, a lot of us are... Um, uh, uh, victims of sexual abuse as well. Mm. You know, I, I openly discuss that nowadays because, 
it's important that people understand that you know these kind of things do happen to mm-hmm. children and unfortunately some children are able to are not able to to speak about it or or, or they're or, afraid or they're afraid to right, right open up so it's important that we voice it i i don't ask for pity from anybody and i don't ask for you know anybody to be like oh i'm sorry you went through that because i'm fine mm. i'm perfectly fine i went through my trauma like i just wanted to share it right i just it's important for me to share that with mm. people because you know you should be able to speak up. Yeah, and it's it's going to be a part I of you for the rest you, of right. your life. I encourage you to speak up. I encourage you to talk about it. I encourage you to let it out. Speak to somebody you trust. Speak to anybody that you love and that you know loves you back and will accept what you're saying and will be there for you. Um, because that kind of trauma can really mess you up. Yeah, and absolutely. It, and, it, and it messes up your relationships because mm. you don't know what to do. You don't know how to be faithful. Yeah. You, don't know, you don't know how to... Uh, really stick through that relationship and, mm. and, and, and fight for it, you know? Yeah, it doesn't even have to be, you know, a big situation. It could be something so minor. It could change your lifestyle. Right, right. And so, you know, it's important that we address the trauma too. Um, again, I'm not justifying the cheating. I'm just saying mm. I understand it to some extent. I understand yes. why it happens. Mm-hmm. I understand the stereotypical promiscuity um, that is 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 brought about in the gay community. Right. You know, we we go to Pride every single year in New York, and we mm. see all these categories that I was talking to you about. Yeah. We see them, right? And it's beautiful to see everyone come together and 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 express themselves freely, however mm. they want. But unfortunately, there are the categories are not not only are we segregated by categories, but we're also segregated. By ranks mm. in the categories. Mm. So there are ranks. There are categories and there are ranks. And some of us, like myself, for example, I identify as femme, I identify as butch, I identify as um, just cis man, I guess. I don't know. Mm. I, I really, I'm just throwing things out there, right, to give you an example. Yeah. But um, because you identify with these certain categories, Sometimes you get put in the lowest rank. Mm. And the top rank, you have the guys who look like porn stars, the guys who look like athletes mm. and jocks and, 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 and extra masculine for no reason. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing wrong with them. But unfortunately, the gay community idolizes them. And they're placed up on top. Mm. And uh, according to this rank, if you're at the bottom, you're just not up there with You're them. not good enough. You're not or... good enough, or you're not handsome enough, or you're mm. not good looking enough, mm. or you're not masculine enough. That which yes. is which is a lot of the things that, you know, I get. And so what people don't understand is that when you have an attraction for masculinity, that in itself is a feminine trait. Mm. So if you are, you know, um um wanting to be with somebody because that person is really masculine that in itself is a feminine trait that you you have mm. and so they don't understand that but uh going back to what i was saying i personally would love to just show the world that hey there are some of us out here who don't really care for these ranks yeah we don't really care for these categories i'm just mm. me this is what i like yeah on monday I, I dress up and mm-hmm. I and I throw on some makeup. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday I throw on some sweats mm-hmm. and I crack a beer open and mm-hmm. I watch a baseball game. Like I'm just me. Right. Well, however mood I'm in, exactly. that's the mood I'm in. 
if Friday night I want to wear a skirt and heels, mm-hmm. I'll wear a skirt. I love that. <laughs> Have you seen him in prom? Oh my god, I wish you showed like your old pictures. <laughs> I wish you could see them. Oh my god, remember that time when it, I forgot what year it was? It was prom, and you were wearing these like like eight inch heels. I don't know. If you, I think that was the first time I ever met you, yeah. and you were striding by like the red carpet. I don't know if you remember. So, um. Prom, oh my god, high school prom. Yeah, that was that was years ago. <laughs> you know, um, shout out to Mr. <clears throat> Shifano from high school. I love him so much. He really inspired me to to do what I did. Um, mm. And I hope that I don't get in trouble for sharing a little bit of his story, but I'll mm. share some of it um, because this is what really inspired me to do what I did. Mm. So, uh, Mr. Shifano also went to Bayonne High School, mm. and. Um, when he went to Bayon High School, being expressively gay was not allowed. Mm. Um, this was back in back in the nineties or eighties. Mm. Uh, so, you know, he tried. He tried doing something similar to what I did, and unfortunately, mm. the administration of the school shut him down. Wow! And they forced him to change his clothes. Wow. I'm not gonna go into details because I'm already saying a lot and I feel really bad. Mm. Um, but. That story really, really touched me. And I said, you know what, Mr. Shifano? Fuck that. Fuck that. Mm. It is 2012. And <laughs> 2012? At the time just, when we graduated. Know, I'm saying, yeah. It just sounds so crazy. <laughs> I know, 2012. right? It's 2021 now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, mm-hmm. It is 2012. And I fucking wish a motherfucker would. would. I really fucking Mic wish. Drop. Mic drop. Mm-hmm. I really fucking wish. So you know what, Mr. Shifano? I'm going to show up to prom extra that. flamboyant. I'm going <laughs> to fucking come here so and I'm going to fuck shit up on some extra gay shit. So I, 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 I wore the tightest, energy. most flamboyant suit that I could find. And I, I, I ordered these shoes that were 10-inch platform were, shoes. Oof. And I had everything custom made. I even had makeup and hair done. Oh, I wish I could show you. When this I picture. tell you, I literally slayed prom. I slayed prom. Oh yeah. I I I, I wore the most my teeth. talked about. I'm sure <laughs> that day they're like, damn, who is she? Who is she? Or she looks so fucking good. <laughs> who is that queen? Um, yeah. Honestly, prom was a highlight in my life, but mm. um, not a lot of people, you know. Enjoyed it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. There are some people who, you know, talked shit. There were some pictures online that were shared. Mm. And people posted... I mean, you know, the- with some neg- negativity, there's always there's always positivity. People are going to talk shit regardless, right? I so, said, you know what, bitch? You want to talk? I'm going to give you something to talk about. Ooh, and you definitely... And I, <laughs> definitely you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, I was ready for the backlash. Yeah. But I... Still, stood, again, lived danced, their truth. rain in those shoes for mm. over six hours. And didn't fall once, so I'm really happy about that. Damn, better than me. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, it's called practice. (laughs) Well, to wrap this podcast up, please give us an advice on how, like the listeners here right now, if they were to open up in regards to their sexuality, um, please get, shine light on that. Like, what would you say? And I guess, you know, regard, regard in regards to infidelity and what you learned in regards to your situation. So, for those who are watching... Uh, whoa. <laughs> for those who are listening, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, you're just discovering your sexuality, you don't mm-hmm. know what to do, um, you're worried about infidelity in the future, this is what I'm going to tell you. Um, I'm not th- going to discuss my age, but... When I was younger, mm. I was very naive, and I thought I was invincible, and I thought I knew it all. Mm. But let me tell you something. 
you don't know shit. Yes, um, that is true. And part of, something I can tell you about coming out is make sure that before you make that decision, that you really consider your options. Mm-hmm. Because unfortunately, you guys, there are some families that are not supportive. And some of my people have been kicked out from their homes and have mm. been homeless and end up in shelters and end up, you know, drug addicts and end up in really terrible situations. Mm. And obviously, I just named the worst. But, but you know, to avoid all of that, make sure you have a, a good support system. Yes. Make sure you have good friends or, or, or a good uncle or good aunt mm. or a good grandparent mm-hmm. or somebody in your family that you know no matter what, they got your back. Mm. Speak to that person first. Ask them for advice first on what you should do, how you should address your parents or your immediate family members who mm-hmm. you're most worried about telling. Um, that's one one big, big, big suggestion that I have for you. Mm-hmm. And as far as infidelity, here it goes. Buckle up. You will get cheated on, unfortunately. You know, I don't like to <sighs> put that un- energy out there. It's undeniable. It's undeniable and it's going to happen. It, You know, you have to... Just be strong and understand mm-hmm. that the motherfucking planet is going to keep on motherfucking mm-hmm. spinning. And karma's a bitch. Karma's a motherfucking bitch. That's right. My ex cheated on me and then he got herpes. Just to give you... <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. That's Don't a little t- story within itself. Sis, oh my that's God. That's a whole other we podcast. We talk about that after this. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Just, just, just be strong. Be strong and understand that you are a gorgeous bitch. Keep your head up high and understand that if you get cheated on, you're that. fucking lost, bitch. There's other men out here who want this bussy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that you need to bussy. have yes. You need to have that attitude or that you know this level. dick if you're yes. a top, whatever you are. You know what yes. I mean? Like you need to have that confidence. Love mm-hmm. yourself. When you look in the mirror every day, every day, self affirmations. Yes, bitch. Yes, yes queen. Uh, you are that. You are that bitch. Every you need to give yourself day. affirmations yes. every single day. Tell yourself you love yourself. Give yourself your own fucking hugs. Like Chris Crocker once said, "I feed myself. I fuck myself. I love myself." Mm. Boom. That's what you and need that's to on do. Period. And that's on period. <laughs> so that's my best advice to you. Um, you know, if anybody who's listening and mm. they want to um, talk to me or they want some advice from me. Yeah, he's literally the best person to go to, honestly. <laughs> I remember the one time I was opening up to him about my situation. And this person right here gave a whole audio note instead of typing it up. I was like, I can't, I can't type it up right now. I need to talk to you, okay? And he did like a whole audio voice thing. He's fucking amazing. And I just want to say thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Danny, for being a part of this podcast. Thank you for having me. I love you. I love you too. And I can't wait till we record for our next future yes. podcast. Like, I'm yes. so excited. We have so much for the future. And I look forward to it. Thank you so yes. much. Thank I you, guys. You. If you guys wish to find me on yes. social media. Yes, so please plug us in. Go ahead. <laughs> find me on Instagram at Sir Daniel Amadeus. That's Daniel A-M-A-D-E-U-S. Um, uh, I don't know my Twitter, honestly. <laughs> and I don't really have YouTube and all that. So you should start. Just find me. Just should start. Honestly, like, sis. It's in the works. <laughs> okay, that's all, that's all it's matters, in the works. Right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, find <clears throat> me on Instagram at Sir Daniel Amadeus. If you follow, if you follow Cheryl, mm-hmm. they'll see. He me. don't bite. <laughs> I talk don't to bite. You. I'll, I'll give you the best advice ever. Yes, he will. Um, just don't get crazy. <laughs> or get crazy. He likes that shit. Too. Or get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you again so much, guys. Oh, God bless. Take care and be safe. Peace. Bye.